0: Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of She Sheologians. We're just going to put the she in she today. We are. <laughs> because you asked for it. My name is Summer and I'm here <laughs> with my beautiful co-host Joy. And Joy, I want you to know that if you were a Disney princess, you would be Rapunzel.
1: Oh, Me. I think she's my favorite. Yeah. I mean she has the best movie hands she down. has the
0: best movie hands down. she's got really long hair. she's really artistic. she can sing, um she knows how to use a cast iron skillet. <laughs> I feel like she can bait as a weapon and and her b f f is a little tiny, cute animal, so I just I know. feel like I'm not a cute, tiny animal, but if like you know you are Also, for the if best. you
1: brush my hair, yeah. It has like anti aging properties. Oh,
0: okay. I like that. Didn't know if you knew that. I didn't know that. I
1: can I. Ew. But only if you sing. Oh, a song. I can't sing. My heart will go on. Oh.
0: While you brush it. You know I can do that. <laughs> did you see that meme I tagged
1: you? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was crying with laughter. Any meme that I has anything to do with Celine yeah, Dion, it's gonna instantly just be a winner. <laughs>
0: it's just. Tag me in all of the Titanic memes, <laughs> all of the My Heart Will Go On memes,
1: just give them all
0: to me please.
1: I if I could if I could be a princess, I would be Rapunzel just yeah. because she knows so much stuff. Yes. She spent the first chunk of her life yes. studying every day, learning learning how to cook and paint and clean Do and all of those things. Like I want her skill set.
0: She's like the ultimate homeschooler. Right. So a little awkward but that's okay. Right. She's, yeah, she's different. She's not worldly. She's homeschooly. <laughs> right. She's the best.
1: Yep. So, yeah. Anyway. That's, I'm right. It makes me happy to think yeah. that you think that. Yes, I do. Um, And you're right. I am Joy. And I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer. And I hope that one day we can smell the Trinity College Library together. Yes.
0: Bucket list. She's saying that because it's on my bucket list.
1: <laughs> the smell really does make it.
0: Yeah. So if you guys don't know what Trinity College in Dublin is, the, the library there, yeah. just Google it real quick mm-hmm. and you will see. I mean, I, I can't accurately describe the library because I've never seen it. You can.
1: It's amazing. It has like all these rounded mm. wooden, this massive rounded wooden ceiling. I can't even imagine. And then all these little like cutouts mm. and they're just, it's two floors just full of books mm-hmm. that people that are heroes of mine would yeah. have poured over.
0: Right, right. And, so, and it just,
1: and it's like kind of cold, but like mm-hmm. there's tons of windows, so like the light comes in. Yes. Um,
0: Every time my dad goes there, he Sends me pictures because yeah. he loves going there too. It's an experience, yes. It's seen, it's an experience. Yes. Yeah. My and I was telling Joy, like, as much as I want to see it, yeah, I just really want to smell it.
1: And the smell is also great, uh, it just smells like even. old, dusty books, yeah, maybe books that like mm-hmm. it's like a little damp smelling, mm-hmm.
0: yeah. I just, but it's great. I, I
1: love that. The I moment. walked in. I didn't know what I was expecting, apparently. Like, I didn't know what I was about to see, apparently. Oh. Because I walked in through the store. They usually have, like, a, like a side... Uh, what? I can't think today. <laughs> like, no words are coming to my brain. I got some
0: yerba here. Um,
1: <laughs> exhibit. It's like oh. a side exhibit that you see first. Uh-huh. And then you go up these stairs and you get to the library. So, a lot of times they'll have an exhibit in there. Right. Will like move in and out or whatever, right? Um, so we're looking at all this really cool stuff. We walk up the stairs, and we walk through this door, and I just like look up, and my eyes were like welling with tears. It was so beautiful. it was so beautiful, and just like the history of it, yeah, hits you, yeah, and to think that, like, I don't know, like. Being saved totally transcends history and culture and... Unity. Whatever. Yep. It was just all hit me at once. And yeah. I was like, I'm crying now.
0: <laughs> it was so beautiful. <laughs> I know it had to have been 50% the smell, though.
1: Like, Oh, the smell was so great. It, it made even,
0: it. Yeah. I cannot even imagine. Wouldn't have
1: been the same if it smelled like a Barnes & Noble.
0: Yeah. Which is a great smell, but not, right. not even Not close. the same as... No doesn't smell like history in there. No. I had also a beautiful moment this morning. It was probably 40% as beautiful as yours. But Okay.
1: So it's, it's I don't know if you're talking about the desert though. I well, am fond of the desert.
0: I'm, I'm I am and I'm not. So it's it's spring and I've been doing this 5-hour trek across the desert to record since the fall. Well, in the fall and because of the time change and all that, this was the first morning I've done the drive where the sun has been up. Right. So, normally, the sun comes up, like, two, two and a half hours into my drive. But, like, the sun came up, like, 20, 30 minutes into my drive. Okay. And so, it made it weird and new and yeah. different. And I'm seeing things I've literally never seen because it's been pitch black. Right. And so, this morning, I've I've been waiting for this. Like, I knew this day would come, and uh-huh. I've been so excited. So, when you're coming down, when you're coming out of Boulder City... Okay. And you're getting ready to cross the Hoover Dam and enter into Arizona. Mm-hmm. You pass by Lake Mead. Yeah. Which is a huge lake. Mm-hmm. But you don't pass by it. You drive down this decline mm-hmm. that's really intense. Like if you don't touch the brake or the gas, you're going to go 65 miles an hour. Right. Because it's a huge, it's a huge decline. And every time I've gone down it, it's been pitch black. Right. Well, this morning, when you go down that decline, what's, it looks like you're just going to fly off the road into Lake Mead. Into Lake Mead, yeah. And I've never. I noticed
1: that when I drove back from Vegas that time.
0: I've never gotten to see it. And so this morning, I didn't even realize what was about to happen. I come around the corner and I'm listening, (laughs) I'm listening to this song by Kings of Leon called Arizona. (laughs) And I'm about to enter into Arizona because it's like the last thing you do before you get into Arizona. And I come around the corner and the sun comes up, hits the water, and I'm just like going down this... I feel like I'm flying into Lake Mead. And like the music was right and the lighting was right and I finally got to see the lake like right as the sun hits right. it and it was. I've never seen it before like that because normally when I come back up through that way, You'd, it's like it's to the, it's behind... It's to the you. side and it's behind you. You have to look, and, take
1: your eyes off the road to exactly, see it basically.
0: Exactly. So I've never really gotten to like appreciate it Right, but it was like a real moment man like wow. it was really and it was pretty. probably just
1: like quiet and still quiet
0: and there's no one on the road this weekend like it was really I had a
1: moment I love those moments
0: yeah and then like the grass there's grass all of a sudden in the desert yeah I'm like whoa I forgot we
1: a little green here yeah, yeah. a little we, us- we usually forget that yes, we get green and so For us, spring is like a whole new experience every time we get it. it. Yeah, it's like, oh, green We have like little orange flowers everywhere and yellow.
0: It was so pretty. Yeah. Anyway. Good. I'm glad. Yeah.
1: I'm glad we had our moments.
0: We did have our moments. Um, I wanted to tell you guys a couple things. Number one, this I haven't even talked to you about this yet, but I want you guys to do me a favor. I want you to go to sheologians.com. And when you do, a little window is going to pop up that you normally hit X on because it's like, hey, do you want to subscribe to our email list? And like, who in the world wants to subscribe to an email list?
1: I don't. We already have a million things hitting our email. Most of us have an email totally separate for junk mail.
0: (laughs) Yes. So most people don't want to do it. You don't care. Whatever. I get it. But I was thinking the other day it would be, number one, the only thing we ever send out is just... A link to the new episode. Right. That's it. So like if you do it, you're going to hear from us a total of one time a week. And it's just going to deliver a link to the episode.
1: Right. Something you do want.
0: Something you already are obviously listening to. (laughs) And that's it. But my, my whole thought process behind that was like there's just a lot of stuff going on with Facebook right now that's really weird. And if something did happen to our Facebook page and it got shut down, which has happened before... Um we would have no way of communicating that with you guys until next right. n- until next week's episode. Right. Um and so yeah, I just kind of want to I like would love it if you guys would do that. I promise we will never spam you
1: and it is we don't even have time to span you yeah
0: and then another thing i found out was when we did our last round of t-shirts our listeners who aren't on facebook didn't even know about the t-shirts
1: right so if we do something occasionally yeah yeah if
0: we do something like that you know what i mean like and also facebook is not friendly at all um to business pages with their new algorithm so like we used to have a lot more engagement on facebook but now you are a lot less likely to see a business right um In your timeline, and so I just feel like I'm kind of missing you guys a little bit. Right. One way you can change that is to hit the share button. By the way, because then it's on
1: huge makes a
0: huge difference. So just be the modern day printing press, which is what social media is. Take some dominion and share the good stuff. I don't even mean just our stuff. I mean, obviously, I mean our stuff, but like share the the good stuff. Any
1: podcast, if you hear, yeah, if you hear a podcast, a huge thing you could do, especially like if you. If you're like, oh, they talk about Patreon every week, and I can't right do anything for that. Yeah, I can't like I can't afford financially to right contribute. Um, just that's share. one way that you can like that's a huge contribution. Us. Yes, it is. Is to share. Yes,
0: if you can give us six bucks a month, head over to patreoncom theologians. Yeah, we are going to um. We're playing around with something fun and special that we want to do for you guys on Patreon. I can't tell you a ton about it yet, but it is gonna be Patreon only. We do have Patreon only content. So if you want that, you gotta to go to patreon.com slash theologians and subscribe. And so today we asked you guys a couple of weeks ago when we did the episode on biblical masculinity and the patriarchy. We joked around and we were like, hey. If you want us to talk about biblical womanhood, just call us and scream yes and hang up the phone loudly. And all of you guys were like, "How do you hang up a smartphone loudly?" And that's a great question. I don't have a great answer. I mean, you can slam it down on the table, but I just don't recommend it.
1: Just we have to. It's like, like the honor system. Like we yes. have to know that you were like angrily like hanging hit that up the phone, button.
0: which you just can't even do anymore. Because did is, we get it's just
1: anyone saying we? What? Isn't that something? We. where There was like a French. Oh.
0: I don't know we, I mean because we got so many voicemails of Yay. people screaming yes and the first one that I got was this guy who screamed it and I wasn't prepared because there was no what transcript. are the
1: transcriptions look yeah most of oh, them are like, empty some okay. of them say
0: yes but like
1: you guys screamed so loud that like Google can't even put can't it into even. words yeah
0: this guy screamed and I was sitting in my living room and I hit play and I screamed because it was like so shocking, but then he called back and apologized. (laughs) It was really funny. So anyway, (laughs) um, thanks for your engagement. You guys, you've really, we love that. You've really delivered. (laughs) Um, so we're going to talk about biblical womanhood or femininity, whatever. Um, and my goodness, this is such a loaded topic right now, uh, in our culture, in a lot of evangelical conversation, you know, I just, I just saw this book come out called neither egalitarian or Complementarian." It focuses a lot on gender and obviously gender is just like a huge issue of our day. Right. Um, and I'm seeing just, I don't, I can't, I can hardly go an hour on social media without seeing something that has to do with gender.
1: Yes, And
0: I think a lot of people, uh, and I didn't grow up with this, but a lot of people are really tired of hearing about biblical womanhood. So you already come into the conversation a little like exhausted, perhaps a little defensive, perhaps a little like, I've been told I have to be a certain way to meet a certain standard. And so you're already coming to the topic with a little bit of baggage.
1: Well, and a lot of times there's, I noticed as I was sort of, looking around for notes on this topic a lot of what you'll find too is women's roles in the church yeah Mm -hmm. which makes sense because a lot of people have misunderstood yes um or looking for clear meaning on what the bible meant when it defined the role of women in the church yeah but so i could even see sometimes if you were just wanting to look for like how am i supposed to be as a woman you might end up finding more resources as to how you're supposed to be in the church, but that's not really what you were looking for.
0: Right. Yes. And it's hard too, because when you just Google something, you're going to get articles and books from all ends of the spectrum. Everyone. That are going to contradict each other, that are going to sometimes contradict scripture. It's just going to, it's kind of a mess. Joy and I were joking around because both of us were like, you know, why isn't there just like a solid podcast on this? Like, could just like give us a thesis that's easy. That's just like gives us the answer. And we're and like, I was wait. Like,
1: oh yeah. We're doing, we're the oh, ones doing it. Um, Hold on.
0: Wait.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I seriously, like I had that thought and yeah. before I even finished having the yeah. thought, I was like, oh. oh, right.
0: Um, I did the same thing. I was looking for like, I was like, has anybody just written one single solid article on this? <laughs> And it's all like this is what it kind of is. This is what it isn't. Or are you sick of Proverbs thirty one? No, no, no. No, right. I'm not sick of Proverbs thirty one. But right. anyway, all of that to say, um, we just want to give some definitions of like, okay, this is what Scripture says about who women are, what a woman is, what does it look like in your practical life right. to be those things. Yes, and so. Obviously, I think any discussion of gender in the world ever of all time has to start with Genesis 127.
1: Right. Um,
0: Or I mean, any discussion of identity or I mean, so many the foundational passage there is going to be Genesis 127, which says, so God created man in his own image in the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. So male, female, both God's image, made by God, two genders, period. Um, Obviously, this concept of there being two genders created by God is under attack, and that's why we see all of the confusion going going on around us, and we can go off into so many tangents with that oh yeah but genesis 127 is a great passage to have memorized to have in your your tool belt when you're discussing a myriad of topics yeah um and so one of the things that i think is foundational our thesis with feminism is that you don't need feminism because you already essentially have genesis 127 right um because you already have a standard that says men and women are both made in the image of God and are of equal worth and value. And so um, I would say real women, what what does a real woman look like? A real woman looks like Jesus. A real woman is someone who mimics Jesus, um, whether single, married, whatever, status, age, whatever, um, a real woman is someone who strives to look like Jesus. And Jesus um, submitted to God's will.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Jesus submitted to the Father. Yes. And so a lot of times when we think about submission, which is something if you're going to talk about womanhood, you absolutely have to talk about Um a lot of times you when we think of submission, we think of it as this negative thing, as something um, that puts you under someone, makes you inferior to someone, um, which I think is so insulting to Jesus Christ who submitted right. to the Father and right. um, was the most glorious uh, human that's ever walked the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, and so <clears throat> in discussing submission, I think that, once that word is thrown in, women can tend to underestimate like the real beauty of it,
1: right well, I think a huge a huge part of that is so where we're given so in in the context that we're we're given, like women should submit to their husbands um or Men love your wives, women respect your husbands. I think that, um, the thing that we may be missing in the word submission is that sacrificial act, which mm-hmm. also occurs mm-hmm. on the side of the man. Yes. Like both mm-hmm. are required to make sacrifice to make a sacrificial yeah. act, which look different yeah. for either gender. Yeah. But, um, There is, for some reason, like holding your tongue and Mm -hmm. sacrificing your pride Mm -hmm. to be submissive Mm -hmm. looks less glamorous than sacrificial love. Sure. But it's not.
0: Sure. No, that's... (laughs) It's not. Yeah, that's so true. And uh, discussions of submission, um, if we didn't have the model of Christ's submission to the Father... And if we didn't have the model of how we are to behave in relationship to our own local church bodies, um, and if we aren't going to talk about um, the requirements of men right. in that role are actually dangerous. So like a lot of times when you hear, talk to, talk about women who maybe reject the idea of submission as we see it biblically, right, part of that rejection is a rejection of... Well, this could put a woman in danger if she thinks she has to do everything her husband says. Well, right. that's not the teaching. The teaching is never ever ever you have to do everything right. your husband says without any kind of qualification to that. Yeah. Because uh yes, we we do have to obey our husbands in the Lord, but what right. does that mean? It means that you obey a husband who's in the Lord. You would right. never be- obey um a husband if he told you to sin. Number right. 1.
1: Yeah.
0: Um you have uh in 1 Samuel 25, the story of Abigail and and Nabal. And so Nabal was like this horrible, awful man who was making decisions that were about to get them killed. And Abigail essentially had to (laughs) intercede and sidestep and protect the family. And so it's not obedience to a tyrant who is going to ask you to sin. And this is why it is so incredibly important that... um, Believers are not unequally yoked <laughs> for right. women. Um, but essentially we need to be teaching women um, submission is a good thing. It's going to be a dangerous thing if you're married to a man like Nabal. Right. Um, yeah. That's yes. absolutely true.
1: And if you're in that position, mm-hmm. you need to be in a church mm-hmm. that can support you and counsel yes. you. Yes. On a regular basis. And- yes.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, But submission, yeah, it's just such an ugly word to so many people. But if you talk to Christian women with husbands who love the Lord, I think you're going to hear a very different story. Well, and so
1: the thing is, is that that was Eve's role in the garden. Right. Where no sin had stained the earth. So what we can draw from that is that was a part of her design. That was a role. That was who she was supposed to be. And there couldn't have been anything sinful about it unless mm-hmm. God was a liar. Correct. So what the world will tell you is that women's roles and the idea of femininity is that it there's this like it's a stereotype. It's derived from cultural and historical implications. Mm -hmm. Um, The idea of women being submissive is only because men were so domineering. (laughs) But the important thing to remember is that this is a part of God's design. There is no, there isn't a societal element here. Of course, society changes certain things over time, but consider that the very first two people Mm -hmm. were in a relationship Mm-hmm. Of overseeing and mm-hmm. subordination. Yep. And there was no sin there. There was no
0: sin. Correct. And as a result of the curse, we're told that women will desire to have the man's role. Right. Um, and men will obviously abuse their position and either lead harshly, as the Bible tells them not to do, um, which I would say is kind of that uh bravado type of masculinity that's not masculinity at all Right. or they'll become passive and not lead at all which I think is the emasculated man we talked about that in our episode on on masculinity so as a result of the fall um these not the natural order is going to be subverted right via sin right and so I think I mean I, I can admit to having to remind myself of these truths that that having this role isn't a role of inferiority. And I think women can underestimate the beauty and the importance of what we've been, the role we've been created to fulfill Um, because our culture doesn't appreciate it by and large. Right. Um, They don't appreciate, you know, (laughs) I mean, any God's standards are something that, the culture, a sinful culture is always going to reject and always going to tell you is negative and all of these things,
1: which is why you see women not abiding by your classic biblical elements of femininity. There's tons of places where women are commanded to be modest. And that doesn't just mean wear enough clothing to cover your body. It means don't be right. Like gaudy. Right. Um, there's, there's plenty of places where it addresses women in terms of gossip. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. The Bible basically, the Bible is aware of the differences, yes, between men and women, yes. Um, but so what you see is you see just a denial, yeah, of of femininity, yes, at all.
0: Pure hatred for it, I oh, would yeah. say. Um, and it means speaking of clothes. So um, First Peter talks about is that passage on do not let your adorning be external, right. but let your adorning be the hidden person of the heart with the imperishable beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious, for this is how the holy women who hoped in God used to adorn themselves by submitting to their own husbands as Sarah obeyed Abraham, calling, her, calling him Lord, and you are her children if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. There is so much in that that is so important. So you have... Essentially, Peter is saying that a beautiful adornment starts from the inside. Right. So a beautiful woman starts from the inside. Um, And it starts with a gentle and quiet spirit, which in God's sight is very precious. That speaks to me because how often do we as women want to know, like, does God, like, what does his love look like? Like, does he really love me? But like God's saying right here, like, yeah, that feminine spirit that you have is precious. Right. Like, he sees it as precious.
1: Yeah. It's his creation.
0: Right. And then it talks about, furthermore, like, submitting to husbands is also something as, a like, a, a an adornment to you. Right. So, you are adorning yourself with a beautiful femininity that's beautiful in God's sight in your submission to your husband. And further, you get to be called... Children of Sarah, if you do good and do not fear anything that is frightening. So this is interesting to me. The do good and do not fear anything that is frightening is a call to courage and boldness. And so normally, I think the world wants to tell us that our antiquated ideas of femininity are the fainting couches and all of this. Right. But we're given a picture of of boldness. And so it's like... um. I was reading the other day uh, this question on femininity of like, are you going to be the princess or the pioneer? Like right. there's two kinds of women. Yeah. The princess and the pioneer. Right. And the princess is the kind of woman who has to come and be saved and whatever but the pioneer is the woman who I mean, she's there and she is building her house and she is taking right. care of her family and she is not afraid and she knows how to use a gun and I'm not making those like qualifications right. but i'm saying i'm saying it's a very dramatic stark contrast right. yeah um and i like the image of the pioneer because uh it essentially you know proverbs talks about the wise woman building her house mm-hmm. and it, that doesn't mean you've actually built a house right i think i think we are such a um individual individualistic society that we have lost the importance of what it is to build a house meaning like what does the fam how does the family impact the culture right and so we do we think in such terms of like you have to go out there and you have to like get this high paying job this influential job and that's how you impact the culture right but scripture paints this picture of women who are raising and discipling their children who are submitting to their husbands who are um, they are
1: they're pioneers right. well, and they're they've been given a design mm-hmm. inherent mm-hmm. to be to lean more towards those things. Mm-hmm. and the answer to, well, what if I don't lean towards those things mm-hmm. is simply that there are there are plenty of times when you don't you wanna sin and not be obedient. Sure, sure. it doesn't because it's such a hot topic in our society right now. We have lost this mentality, of like, well, God says that's His command, right? And that that is enough. Yep. Like, of course, many times He gives us more mm-hmm. than that. Yeah. But like, it it is His command that females be yeah. submissive. Yeah. Um, He didn't mean anything unloving by it. Um, every so that's where you do see your historical implication. We've allowed the world to steal the idea that it was by his design yep. and say, well, the only reason it was like that because everyone thought women were dumb or the weaker <laughs> vessel or the whatever. Right. And you know, that's uh, a, it's lazy. It's right. So lazy. It is. It is lazy. Um, At the same time, I can totally see, I can see areas of my own life where I still have weird little mm-hmm. things hanging on yeah. like things that i know aren't true or like i don't know you think think something and you're like wait a minute <laughs> yeah That's not hold true. on i'm white. and it, it, this this episode certainly isn't like a litmus it's not meant to be like a litmus test where you say do i fit this this and this category okay right. i'm a good woman i'm feminine and, <laughs> right no 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 but like i i think our our major issue would we're not mm-hmm. do you have things that you consider to be inherently feminine or like what do women do or what do women not do? Yeah. So it's less about that. Right. And more about the, it really is a pretty simple, like the the commands we've been given as women are pretty simple and straightforward. It's just a matter of if we like them or not. They're principles. Yeah. So
0: that's, it's like with, we've had this conversation so many times. I can't tell you what the practical outworking in your life of this principle is. Because right. the practical outworking of this principle in your life is probably not going to be exactly well, how just mine is. for
1: the two of us sitting at this table. Exactly. Perfect example. Exactly.
0: <laughs> so I would say, so the purpose of women um, is to beautify, glorify, and remake. So you take what is given to you, you take what God has given to you, you beautify it, you glorify it. Um, So an example would be, and this is one of my favorite examples, and I think I read it in Rachel Jankovic's book. And this is, it's so simple, but I think it explains the principle really well. So how how do a husband and wife work together? So an one example would be that a husband goes to work, he provides for the family, right? We know the husband's Husbands are to provide for their families. That's a biblical principle of biblical masculinity. Yeah. What are the women to do? Beautify, glorify, remake. Right. So the husband makes money. He makes the bacon. Let's be real literal. He makes the bacon. What does the woman do? She takes the food that he provides and turns it into Into, dinner.
1: yeah, dinner. And turns it
0: into something that glorifies, beautifies the home. She takes the
1: money from the work. And turns, and turns it into, it into a living room where you spend time with your family yes. every night.
0: Yes. And so, you know, they, they you talk about the, the, woman's touch. What is the woman for millennia? Well, think that's what I mean. About like the there is touch. no,
1: there, there isn't, it's not a female stereotype. Mm-hmm. Women are better at this. We are. Yes.
0: yes. And, and <laughs> that, and, and you might be thinking, I'm not good at decorating. I'm not good at cooking and,
1: and all of like these. Like you said, not a, not a litmus. It's
0: not a litmus test. There is a way in which all of us are called to take what has been provided, what is there, and make something beautiful out of it. And I think a woman who is living by biblical principles, whether or not she's a great cook, I'm looking at myself, uh, understands that she does have the tools to do this in whatever sphere God has put her. Right. Um,. I think biblical womanhood is the fearlessness. I think it is the courage to be submissive in the sphere that you're in. And, you know, just as like a quick aside, I feel like I need to say submission is not submission to every man. It's submission to your husband. Right. <laughs> just just FYI. Yeah. But a quiet and gentle spirit. Um, I think everyone has to be needs to be submissive to their church elders unless their church elders are also sinning. So just let me yeah. just that's their Don't write me an email about that. (laughs) Um, I think godly women understand the tremendous significance and importance that they can have in their sphere, whatever it is, whether it's your family or your church or your work life or whatever it is. Right. Um, We are called to take dominion alongside the men. And to take what has been provided and beautify it and glorify it. And when women don't do this, the results are disastrous. I mean, (laughs) think about, yes, think about children uh, who haven't had loving mothers. Think about the lifelong impact of that. It's, it's significant. It's huge. It's significant. Think about women Think about how um, women who are not like the women in Titus 2, uh, who are called to be reverent in their behavior, not slanderers, not given to wine. Um, think about the churches that have been destroyed from the inside out, from gossipy, slandering, selfish women. Right. And then think about the churches full of women who aren't like that, and how influential those churches can be. Right. Um and so I think it's interesting how many times <laughs> in the New Testament women are called not to be slanderers or gossipers. I think that says a lot about what we have a penchant towards. Right. It says a lot.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> um obviously and it's not because of
1: some weird like cultural thing.
0: Right. Like that's mm-mm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, and again, in Titus 2, so um, we're supposed to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, submissive to their own husbands, mm-hmm. not everybody else's husband, your right. own husband, that the word of God may not be reviled. So how incredible is it that God is saying here, when women don't take up this role and fulfill this role that they're called to, the word of God is reviled. I mean, that's heavy. Like, But let well, that weigh on you for right. a second.
1: Well, and I mean, what is your, like, if your main goal, if you have this perceived inequality because of the role that was given to you, you're, you're looking, you're grasping for equality with men, even though it already exists. Like, why wouldn't you, I I feel like there is an element of grasping for equality with God. Yeah. There. Mm -hmm. Like you are, that is the model Mm -hmm. there. Mm
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I I, you're yeah, it's 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 so funny how I think our culture has conditioned us not to read these verses this way to not see it in this light because feminine like a true feminine boldness and strength is the opposite of what we think boldness and strength looks like because when we think of strength, we think of, you know, um, okay, so something ancient, like ancient Rome, you know what I mean right. they they went out and they conquered right. they and, think they of the and they destroyed bringing home the bacon. you think of bringing home the bacon, you think of the physical building
1: right but of it something takes, it takes incredible um it takes an incredible restraint mm-hmm. and discipline mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. that that's why like I want to associate that word sacrificial Hmm. With it more. It it, okay. it it infers that you may not want to do it. So you will die to self. Yes. To do it. Yes. Like same as what well, your husband may not always feel like he wants to love you. Right. But he will die to self. And do it. And do it. That's right. And, and,
0: and that takes, both of those things take strength. Right.
1: They're <laughs> and, both just as hard. Yes. Um, Loving someone who you don't want to love and like... <laughs> Yeah. Keeping your mouth shut or submitting to someone who you just like... You're not feeling that respect right. for. <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. It does take a lot of dying to self. <laughs> and, and so like the strength of women is never... I mean, just even let's say biologically, our biological strength is right. never going to surpass that of male strength. Right. It's never going to happen. Right. We do not have enough testosterone. Our brains were not wired that way. Our hormones are not don't wired have that good way. Upper body strength. It's never going to happen. Right. But men are never <laughs> either going to be the ones who hold up society. No. 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 Because they build and then we make it something. Right. We need them to build it. They need yeah. us to come and turn it into something. Yeah. Right. I had a verse here. Oh, yeah. Psalm 144. Verse 12. I don't know why, like, I just couldn't see it all of a sudden. May our sons in their youth be like plants full grown. Our daughters like corner pillars cut for the structure of a palace. Now, this is like flowery poem Mm -hmm. language that you might just skip on by. Right. But don't do that. No. Because right here, women... Daughters are described like pillars that structure
1: a palace. They're not filigree in this palace. They are the foundation. They're what holds it up. They're
0: holding it up. (laughs) That's right. So a good example would be um, when I got married, my husband moved into the house that we live in now Mm -hmm. before we got married. And so I wasn't there yet. It was just him. And like he is, I think, very good at just like he's not a slob he's like nowhere near a slob okay he's actually like really clean okay but i had to come in there and make it not ugly i mean <laughs> that's just the truth i mean that's it's just right. the truth was right. like and he's told me this like i came in and like made it a home right like i made it a place where we all could yeah. be and have space I've, and live. I've
1: never been married but i want to make my house a home you
0: do I, sl- like, I slept I want at people your house. To,
1: I want people to come in and like feel comfortable. Yes. And yes. And it has. Well, and so let's get into that because I feel like okay. we're going to have a conversation. Yeah. Someone's going to want to yep. know about it on a, and for good reason. Yep. Um. What is the role of someone who doesn't who can't submit to their husband? Mm-hmm. Same role.
0: Same. It's the same. Right. So if you are a woman who's married or not, well, if you're not married you don't you're not submitting to your husband. I mean, right. okay, welcome to one oh one. Right. Um, but the role of the single woman is the same because marriage can't marriage doesn't make a woman. Right. Whether you're married or not, right. you're still a woman. Right. So um I would say your submission would be to the elders in your church. Mm-hmm. Not in the same way as a husband, obviously, because right. they cannot function as your husband. Right. That would be sin. Um, but you are still called to beautify glorify and remake whatever sphere you're in right and so i would say the call to single women is going to be very very different but also very similar in women need single women need to not underestimate the significance of their womanhood despite their <laughs> lack of right. husband right because i mean look around here joy <laughs> Right. <laughs> they need you.
1: Yeah.
0: Like you work with dudes and they need you. Yeah. I mean, and um, I love seeing like in the offices, just like the difference in the offices. You like walk by the offices. No one wants to hang out in any of the other offices <laughs> except for yours. Why? Because you made it a place that people want to be. Right. Where did discussions happen? Has anybody ever hung out? Or or met up in any of the other
1: offices. Not really. I mean.
0: No, don't blame it on construction. It's <laughs> never going to happen. Not like it happens in yours. No. But there is a woman's touch that any woman can bring and it's going right. to look different. So you, I mean, you can talk about the fact that your woman's touch isn't just that your office is nice. Yeah. But in the details that you pay attention to and right. in the structure that you bring. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's you will, as a woman, you will always be given something. And it's whether it's given to you by your husband or not, if you don't have one, it's still your job to take it and make it it happen. Glorify it, remake it. Right.
0: Be the foundation of it.
1: Right. Absolutely. Well, it doesn't even like, even you know you don't have to make it just like if you're married we don't just have to make it about the home if you're single we don't just have to make it about your work amen like I said your your home your church life how you host friends how you talk to friends um, how you
0: relate to other people right like that would go
1: back to Titus too I think right yeah oh yeah
0: Um, the older women are supposed to be teaching the younger women how to love their husbands and their children right um, you have a role no matter what your age or whatever your um specific calling is. Obviously, I come here and do this. I have to leave my home to do that. Right. We see a picture in Proverbs 31 of a woman who's who leaves her home on these enterprises, but they're all pointing back towards her home. Right. They're all in support of her husband and her home and what she's doing there. Right. And so yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what age you are. It doesn't matter. Right. Your marital status.
1: Well, and this is, see, what we don't, there, what the th- the thing for a woman should not be, like, what is the most holy of occupations? Like, what is the most holy of sat- statuses for a woman? Right. Those are the issues. Yes. That caused a bunch of women to become nuns before <laughs> the Reformation. That's right. And it's the same thing that's caused. Yeah feminism today Shout which out. is that women as a group yep. decide that there is an occupation that most makes, makes you most, the most holy sanctified yes. woman. and so that that's not a thing it's not
0: true <laughs> it's false because god god loves the role that he's placed you in right god loves it and he says right. this is what's best for you yeah. and this is what you're gonna do right. and that's the absolute best thing for you right and we do we live in a time where it is so easy to revile all of those things but let me just say we've done that from the beginning we were told that we would do it from the beginning when Eve was told that her desire would be for her husband meaning right. her desire would be to fulfill that role to right. be the one in charge right. and to be- and then she didn't
1: <laughs> yeah like she, and then she she explicitly violated that principle right right and right. sin came yep. into the world
0: yep Um, 1 Timothy 3.11 says women must likewise be dignified not malicious gossips but temperate faithful in all things faithful in all things that doesn't mean it says women must be faithful in all things meaning um, not just faithful if you're married or not just faithful if you're fulfilling kind of this domestic role
1: well and I'm certainly not submitting to God and to my the elders of my church and then, like stopping that when if I get married, right? Like you don't right. just like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Oh, now like... I'm married and
0: it's just my husband. <laughs> yeah.
1: So no, I don't know. I think there's just a lot of there's just a lot of confusion. Lots yeah. of little things that have come in yeah. from the world, like and all those thoughts we just talked about. Like I told you, I still have a few things hanging on, and I think we all do. We like to say that we're all clean and purified from things, right? But never even even if you just have like a thought. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, oh, that's not true. Yeah, like, that's just a little thing. Yep. Hey, that's what I mean by that. Like, yep. there, I think. Yep. There, it's just been so preached to us for so long that that word submission is is like almost pejorative. Yeah. Like the weaker vessel is meant to be. Yep. This slam to the point where we just hold on to it, even if it's just a little bit.
0: And that's funny because I was about to bring up that verse, which says, "Husbands, in the same way." Be considerate as you live with your wives and treat them with respect as the weaker vessel and as heirs with you of the gracious gift of life so that nothing will hinder your prayers. So it, we've talked about before how it's so interesting how that that phrase weaker vessel is mm-hmm. partnered with heirs with you of the gracious gift of life. Right. And yet all we can see is that weaker vessel part. Right. Um, and that like eclipses in your selfishness. hmm um, the beauty of the fact that women and men are co-heirs right. of the gracious gift of life. Um, there's no distinction there made for gender. Right. You're both heirs of the same thing. But you are, you are if you are the female, right. the weaker vessel. Period. End of story. Like just period. That's 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 true. Yeah. Um, and I actually rather enjoy it. Like <laughs> be there's plenty honest. of
1: times like I have to tell you, when we were in Ireland so you could imagine, especially if you're single, like I take out my trash, I Ugh, like anything that needs to happen worst. in yeah, my you, house. You do, I all do of it, it. all yeah, I yeah. do it. And so like there were times when we were in Ireland where like it was really cold outside and we were staying on the top floor, but like we needed to take the garbage out. And one of the guys would just be like, oh, I'll do it. And I was like, oh, I love not taking the garbage I out. I know. <laughs> like, I love not taking out when it's freezing outside. And, yes. And I just want to sit here in a chair. Yes. Or like bringing luggage in. Yes. Or things. <laughs> I was like, uh, like people kept taking things from me. And yeah. And I was just like, okay, yeah.
0: Well, I, right, I. It's I really am...
1: not. Yes.
0: <laughs> I am very thankful for the broad shoulders of a husband. Yeah. Who can carry not Just physically carry many more things that I can, <laughs> but I think emotionally and mentally, right. yes, carry many things, yeah. Um, and and that is not, I'm not at all trying to picture uh, paint a picture of oh, I'm married so I can just be lazy and an emotional sap that can't shoulder anything. Because yeah. you know what, being a wife and a mom is pretty heavy emotionally, right? And it's a lot of work, right? But there are so many times where we've just had so much going on and all this stuff. And I've just, I have felt like oh, I'm getting a little flustered. Mm-hmm. And then I've looked over at my husband and he's just like, what? Well, I'm good. That's good. Everything's good. I'm not, he's not faltering. <laughs> right. And I'm like, oh, I don't have any of that. I am so the weaker vessel right now. Right. <laughs> you right. know? <laughs>
1: like, right. <laughs>
0: good on you, man. Yeah. Yep. So I, What's my final thought on this? Um, I want us to stop thinking. Of... Did we miss
1: an opportunity to put the her in weaker vessel?
0: Dang it! My guess, put that in the front. My guess, <laughs> cut that and put it in the front. <laughs> He's gonna be like, "What? Am I in trouble?" Um. <laughs> We totally did. We missed so many opportunities. That's all good. We're professional opportunity yep. missers. Oh!
1: <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nothing. It was kind of a joke it to begin a, with. It was oh, a joke. Oh, okay. Are y'all done? <laughs> no. No. Oh, okay.
0: Cut this. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Keep it. I don't care. So anyway, um, I guess my encouragement is if you're feeling really not great about the current cultural conversation around biblical womanhood, whether it's because you've been sold this picture of women on fainting couches or you're, you're kind of, you know, like I'm a woman, I don't need no man. You're coming from that place, whatever it is. My promise to you is that God's idea of biblical womanhood is, precious in his sight it is special it is significant it is necessary you can read the scriptures and know what it is it's not this like secret thing that we weren't give it we were given like puzzle pieces and we just can't figure it out for right. the life of us
1: um well, that's the thing we want like we want the to do the on one, how to be the one
0: podcast that has all the answers
1: <laughs> well so like we want proverbs 31 where we get like the list of things that you need to be and then we're like well but i'm not on there <laughs> and you're like I've okay never so sown. you <laughs> so you and then you're like okay well so and then this is like overly simplified because it just says i'm the weaker vessel what does that mean that sounds bad right you know we're just like it those those verses and those books are in a context. Um,
0: And we are, I'm just going to
1: go with the whole Bible as the context of these verses. Now
0: the principles are there.
1: Right. And you, there is nowhere in the Bible where God says he loves women Mm -hmm. less than men. So he gave them this subordinate role. Right. There's so if you read those verses, the verses that we've addressed and you think that, then you're thinking something that's contrary to scripture. Something is wrong
0: with your reading. of Scripture. Yeah. And um, go out there and beautify and glorify and remake in whatever sphere you're in, whatever age you are. Um, Be encouraged in that. Be encouraged that um, Jesus submitted to the father as a beautiful act of love (laughs) and service. And he did it perfectly, and you never will, but whatever God says is best, and you can know that at the end of the day.
1: there okay. we go, y'all that's perfect, <laughs> and its like we can recognize that it takes takes time
0: I mean, a lifetime i'm still... we all yeah,
1: we all struggle with yeah, with things in our in our own way, yeah, that have to do with being.
0: We, and I mean, in. be careful of your inner monologue, too. Right. You know, this is something I'm learning is sometimes you're you're talking to yourself and you don't realize you're talking to yourself because right. you're stuck in your head all day long. Yeah.
1: Um. Yeah. It's not a good place to be. It's really
0: not a good place to be. Uh,
1: Especially not if your prayer and Bible reading has been lapsing.
0: Yeah. It's really not a good place to be.
1: Stay away from there. Uh,
0: hey, are we doing a Feminist of the Week?
1: Yeah. Yes, we are. Woo! so um i just want to talk about some of you guys might find some irony in this but uh i want to talk about chrissy Teigen's bacon <laughs> pole she posted a picture on twitter um of a bunch of like it's a cutting board with a bunch of bacon on it and it's okay. like one through five like okay. each each number correlating to one piece of bacon okay Were they one of them different... is like practically raw and Got then it. the last one is like
0: Burnt. Black. Okay.
1: Um, and then you're supposed to, of course, say which bacon is perfect. What level of cook right. your bacon do you like? So can I just tell you that people freaked out. Why? Because they're vegetarians and they're so no! mad at Chrissy Teigen for <laughs> no! betraying them. Stop. Okay, so if you had to watch, all right, this girl tweeted. Uh, Chrissy Teigen and said, if you had to watch their faces as they were about to be sla- slaughtered, you might gain a fresh perspective. These little babies deserve to be more than bacon. First of all, number one, this emotional emotional response to her just saying, I like my bacon crispy is insane. <laughs> and just reeks of feminism. <laughs> Are we just
0: offended by everything? I know.
1: So... She's posted a picture with, like, I will agree, a very cute, sad-looking pig. And Chrissy (laughs) Teigen said, I disagree. I do not like eating them alive. (laughs) You would would
0: honestly think that, like, being offended is a virtue. Right.
1: This girl goes on to say, wow, can't imagine what it must feel like to think that you're so important that others exist slash die just for you respecting all life is a far more rewarding way to live like this is the amount of outrage so here's where we go into like war mode i have lost all the respect i had for chrissy Teigen before this disgusting thread of comments unfunny disgusting human unfortunate (laughs) that a person with such a lack of compassion is also a mother no all she said was she likes number four she, crispiness she likes bacon she likes the number four option so she wait, likes it so, crispy but not burned so let me get this straight. and now she can't be a mother
0: you can kill your baby in the womb yes but if you eat bacon you are a yeah. horrible person yep
1: hmm <gasps> we have we get it christine you're on a high horse you can't You can't get down because you're too normalized to eating animals like your dog. Normal. What? (laughs) Does she eat her dog? No, she's talking about she didn't even eat bacon. She just said this is how she prefers her bacon. But I have to know, does Chrissy Deacon eat dogs? (laughs) (laughs) But you're attacking (laughs) people who personally see it as wrong. That's effed up. No respect. You're the one playing God by choosing who dies for your pleasure. Stop. Who dies? Who
0: Who? And I bet half these people would not even confer personhood to oh, an no, unborn no. no, no, no. This is like that that restaurant in Toronto that the vegans oh, yes. showed up yes, at yes, and yep. they were protesting, mm-hmm. and so yep. the the restaurant owner started cook, cutting deer in front of the windows. So they all had to watch, and they were, and they called the police. Yeah, they did. And I'm like, can we call the police when babies right. are being murdered? Right. Will they show up? No. They'll show up if you're protesting too loud. Right.
1: Yes, they'll show up to get you out of there. <laughs> right. Um, But yeah, the outrage just was staggering to me. Someone said, um, people who make fun of or attack you for being a vegetarian are unable to face themselves for eating animals. (laughs) It's easier to draw attention to you than it is to think about what they're doing. Wow. And so, Do people really live
0: like this, though? Like, is this... Who are these? uh, I can't imagine
1: how exhausted I would be if I was this outraged all the time. Yeah. Um, Chrissy Teigen... I don't have any personal feelings about her really other than that. I don't either. She like, she does. Twitter. She just stood up for herself. <laughs> she does. The and twitters. I think that she was right because yeah. um, people were being Ridiculous. insane. She said things like, I can't imagine thinking yeah. I'm a God because I don't eat meat while simultaneously being a judgmental brat to strangers online. Well, nothing that's untrue. What,
0: that's what the internet's for. Eh? Yeah.
1: So anyway, this is the like culture of outrage that we live in. Which is that someone will post something about how they like their bacon, and then everyone will Twitter be offended. Onslaught that everyone. This is how that's translated. I like bacon means I love killing things and bathing in their blood. <laughs> <laughs>
0: like, Get over I'm yourself. sorry. Get over you yourself. Have, like,
1: and those were all women, actually. So oh, they are the they feminists of the week. Obviously, didn't talk to mm-hmm. their husbands before <laughs> re- doing that little uh, no one for before tagging them. Chrissy Tegan in there. <laughs>
0: Did I just say that? I said that. No one wants to marry a no
1: one knows who they are. I didn't read names.
0: Okay. All right guys. That's all
1: we have for this anyway, week. Yeah. And
0: um let's see. Don't forget to give us your email address. Please do. go to Sheologians.com. Share like, our episodes. Type it, type it in, mm-hmm. <laughs> send it on our way. It will not spam you. And yeah, we will see you guys next week. See
1: ya.